I'm pretty sure it's working. <laughs> the little thing. Uh, welcome back to what's ostensibly going to be season two. Wow. Yeah, of the Beggar's Cup. We did 23 or 24 episodes? I don't know. That's wild. This is not Galen beside me. No. This is Sorry. <laughs> we tried to get Galen, but uh, he's just too expensive to book all the time. And so we had to settle for uh, an actor instead. This is uh, Philip Lorton, actor extraordinaire. Whew. I am, uh, of course, author Nick Lang. And we are in the new, well... You guys don't know this because it's only been audio to this point, but uh, instead of just recording up in the bedroom, I'm in the process of renovating an office and recording studio in the basement. So that's why the lighting is a little wonky right now. The budget was increased. Yeah, the budget season, was yeah. increased, yeah. Due to all of the successful <laughs> funding from Plus 5 Charisma, I am going to paint a picture for you now. Okay. You're on a date. You're wearing a button-up shirt oh, wow. with a t-shirt underneath of it. The date seems to be going well. The young lady is expressing interest, talking about acting, school, whatever. Mm. And then, at one point, uh, it gets a little hot, so you unbutton your shirt. You're going to work the sort of casual button-up with the t-shirt underneath vibe. Mm -hmm. And you are, of course, wearing your t-shirt from Plus 5 Charisma Clothing. Uh, Philip, what is your favorite D&D class at the moment? My favorite D&D class always going to be the Bard. Okay, so you are wearing your Bard shirt from Plus 5 Charisma. Form-fitting, silky smooth, rich Mongolian cotton. I just made that last part up. But <laughs> I say we're getting classy with Mongolian. I don't know. Maybe. As long as it's not from Russia, I think it's fine. Yeah. Uh, and you... Uh, and she says, Bard. Uh, and she says, I love bards. Uh, personally, I, I'm a, you know, a druid class myself. Right there, instant connection. The date has gone up three levels in seriousness, all because you chose to support and wear Plus 5 Charisma. Go to plus5charisma.com, get your favorite D&D and fantasy-inspired t-shirts. Tyler's adding new designs all the time. Uh, they released a... a Barbarian one, I think, was the most recent release. I think he's actually caught up. I don't think there's a class specific to D and D, and I can now make fun of him for not having a shirt over. So, um, yeah, we're doing good. Plus five charisma, support them; they support us. All right. Well, I racked my brain over what to talk about for about five minutes. But you're a younger man than I. Yes, yes, I am. I thought being uh, so hip. That we could talk about some of these disturbing things that are happening. Uh, this this actually sparked in my mind when we were talking about Star Wars like oh. an hour ago. So I didn't realize this because, as much as I try and stay on top of some of this nerd stuff as it pertains to writing and stuff, I don't. I'm, I'm not obsessed over the the culture of. I don't constantly check entertainment news, but mm -hmm. Disney is. Disney's apparently doing a, a, a follow-up show to the movie Willow. Oh. With Warwick Davis, the shorter gentleman actor who plays Willow. I'm not yeah. sure what the politically correct term is, so we'll just say. Uh, very famous actor, one of the few, uh, along with Peter Dinklage, mm -hmm. um, 
Warwick did. He was in one of the Narnia movies, maybe the second one. Yeah, they were both. In I that. think they were both in it. Yeah, 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 yeah right. Um, anyway, I have you seen Willow? I don't think I have. Okay, well, we won't. I won't spoil Willow for you, but this is going to lead into the bigger conversation. So I love freaking Willow. Uh, it is an underrated single, like, uh, not a cinematic universe, not a trilogy, not a. Th- it's just a single fantasy action movie. It's got enough classic tropes that it's recognizable, but it's different enough as well from something like Lord of the Rings or. or hmm. That, and it's about an evil queen that her doom is prophesied coming about at the birth of a baby with a certain birthmark, and when the baby is born, so she does it. She does a, uh, she does a biblical pharaoh type thing. Yeah, she yeah, rounds yeah. up all the ladies, right? And but when the baby is born, she's smuggled out of the castle by a sympathetic nurse or wet nurse, and then f- ends up in the hands of Willow, who's in a tri- uh, uh, a town of people all diminutive in size sort of hobbits mm. eh, I forget what they're called I forget what the actual term is in the movie um, they are unflatteringly referred to by humans as pecs which is I find really amusing um, so he has the baby and they're prophesied they have to take the baby and give the baby to uh, a human and they, they run into Val Kilmer a young Val Kilmer who plays Mad Mardigan uh, who is constantly claiming that he's the greatest swordsman that's ever lived, but you're not really sure if it's true or not. Yeah. Okay. It's just a fun... I think Ron Howard directed it, so hmm. nothing nothing about the movie, film-wise, it's, it doesn't have breathtaking cinematography, really, or anything like that. It's pretty standard, but, but like, the performances are really good. Val Kilmer and Warwick Davis, their chemistry together. Hmm. And then um, the woman, I think that he married in real life, Val Kilmer. Um, I can't think of her, her real name, but she, anyway, it's a fun fantasy romp. There was a series of books that were written as follow-ups mm-hmm. to the movie, but but the movie was was what the movie was. It's got a sick bad guy with a skull mask, which I feel like every '80s fantasy movie needs. He's got like a skull helmet, General Kale, and yeah, it's a good time. Uh, so they're making a follow-up series. They they <sighs> the Disney got the rights to. I don't know the Willow universe. I think Lucas was involved in the story too. Like mm-hmm. you know, Lucas Spielberg, all those guys were like interwoven, producing each other's movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I rolled my eyes because I was like, wh- why? Oh, because the Disney Empire needs everything. <laughs> why nowadays. though? You know, like, and it just concerns me. They're making a fifth Indiana Jones movie apparently. Oh God, no! Yeah. The the last one was bad enough. Wait, there was a fourth Indiana Jones movie? I had no idea. I think right. No. Oh. I've blocked it from my memory. I haven't seen that one. No. It's not canon to me. Uh, And so I just... I've railed on this show before, but I I thought since you're a big superhero person too, uh, we just... Why? Why? Do we keep... And by we, I mean Disney, not Mm -hmm. me. Yeah, obviously. I mean, they... I'm starting to... I'm not a conspiracy theorist. You know... There's some stuff that's come out about that company recently, obviously, that's very disturbing to me. Yeah. I canceled my Disney Plus subscription because I was like, I'm not paying these people. But, you know, aside from that stuff, I'm, like, not a conspiracy theorist. When people are like, oh, they're doing this, I'm like, I don't think so. They just want money. Like, every corporation wants money. But I've really begun to be suspicious that they actually want to destroy everything that uh, people like you and I enjoy. Mm. You know? So... 
Star Wars prime example. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> I could go on and on about how Disney ruined Star prime, Wars. Prime example that like, I thought the Force Awakens was okay. Yeah, Force Awakens. I mean, it was a lot of just repeat of what A New Hope was, but right. I feel like that was okay because it's kind of easy back into. I am a hundred percent sure because Lawrence Kasdan wrote that, and he also was one of the writers on Empire. And yeah, maybe Return of the Jedi. I'm not sure, and. I'm sure that they went to him and they were like, we just want you to redo a new hope again. Like, these are the character, these are character ideas that we have. Like, and he did. And J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams is a talented filmmaker when it comes to the film side of things. So, like, I thought that he did a really good job with the Star Trek reboot. Yeah, and then, um, I know what's another one? Uh, Super 8. That was a Super one eight that he good. did that was yeah. really good. But I don't think that J.J. Abrams is a great writer. No, not at all. Yeah. So, like, if you give him something that's solid or good, you know, so, uh, yeah, yeah, it turned out okay. I mean, and then there was The Last Jedi. I'm pretty sure that over a billion internet hours in this circle of topics oh, yeah. has been dedicated to tearing down The Last Jedi. So See, The Last Jedi, from my point of view, because, <laughs> you know, a certain point from a certain point of view, from my point of view, The Jedi are evil. No. <laughs> uh, from my point of view, The Last Jedi is a good movie. But it is not a good Star Wars movie. You have some really good like cinematography, or sim- I don't know what the proper word yeah, is. Cinematography. Yeah. Cinematography in there, like like when Holdo blows through the ship, that right. beautiful moment. But it just tears down so much of the lore. Like, what did they do to Mark Hamill and Luke Skywalker? Yeah, that yeah. that upset me. He's drinking that blue milk. No, it's green milk. Green, it's green milk. now. <laughs> it can't be blue. Blue is too tied to the other right. films. I yeah so. For me, The Last Jedi was it, it, it mostly passed the fridge test. Are you familiar with the fridge test? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I watched it, and I was like, okay. There were a few things in the movie theater that I was like, yeah. Like, their whole side quest to go to the casino planet. I was, even watching it the first time, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this doesn't really make sense. I love Benicio Del Toro. I actually wish yeah. that he had, I wish that the whole... The whole sequel trilogy had just been about him <laughs> just conning him. people, like making his way. That would be much more interesting. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, they go to the casino planet and they like, they. I want you to. And this is this is this is how my mind works, right? So they pass all the like slave children, and they're like, but then they free the animals. And Rose yeah, they're like, like, oh, well, that sucks. Oh. It, it was worth uh, it. This was the right thing to do. Meanwhile, like, all the enslaved children look on from across the way. So, yeah, it had some issues. In, but I, I didn't really, like, it took about a week for that to set in, for me to get really angry at that movie. Um, because yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Like, wh-? and And what's, yeah, yeah, it's a classic example, too, of there were some really good ideas. The idea of Rey and Kylo being like, you know what? We're going to do our own thing. Yeah, and I also, I love the whole setup that they had of, okay, Rey's just a nobody. She just yeah, yeah. has the Force. Because that is how the Force works, Yeah, despite what Disney says. Right. It's, just, it's random. I mean, trying to get away from the whole, like, midi-chlorians thing. Like, we didn't mention that at all. It was just like, hey. I mean, that's kidding. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then the problem was they were like, oh, no. A lot that of people hate horribly. this movie. Let's bring... Uh, Let's bring JJ back. Which and, they, were, I think they were planning on bringing JJ back anyway. Yeah, but he wrote. I think he wrote the third one as well. He was at least the credited mm-hmm. writer. And to me, it's just like they spent the whole. It feels like seven movies crammed into one movie because they were so desperate to yeah. undo everything <laughs> the Last Jedi had done. So it became like, oh my gosh, 
Uh, well, Ray's a... Oh, spo- uh, I'm sorry. Spoilers spo- for the Star Wars uh, sequel. Uh, Ray's a Palpatine now, and um, which, by the way, which, means that at some point Palpatine reproduced. Uh, I'd like to point that out. Do uh, it. <laughs> like, pitch meeting. If you guys... Uh, they, they don't aren't affiliated with me at all, but I love the pitch meeting guy, and his pitch meeting for the, the Rise of Skywalker, yeah, has them arguing about, oh my gosh, that means Pal- Palpatine was with a woman. Oh my god, it was. Oh, do it. Oh my god, he said that. Um, well, And they announced, they announced that Palpatine was coming back via Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I was so know. stupid. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And you, I mean, you see throughout that entire movie that, like, the characters that started out as main characters, like Poe and Finn, like, some of their dialogue, the actors, even in the final take, are just so done. Yeah. Like, when... Oscar Isaac has to say somehow Palpatine returned. You see the disappointment on yeah, his yeah, face. Yeah. Who who was the actor that played Finn? Um, John Boyega. Yeah, I really like him. He's a yeah. I thought he was a really good actor. They're all done with Star Wars. They're all yeah, so no, done. No. I mean, he was in something else. I can't. He was in some other crime movie that I saw, and mm. I, I thought, oh my, this guy's really good. Like, yeah, and he, he in an interview that he said that that's what he wanted to do. Yeah, he well, well, he had them. Uh, no offense to Daisy Ridley. I mean, I, you know, she did well with what she was yeah, given. Yeah, but like. He had the most interesting plot set up yeah. of, of any of them, and they just, they wasted it. Uh, yeah, anyway. same with so many characters. And, like, there are some deleted scenes that, like, show how, what they were meant to, what those characters were meant to be, and they just cut them because they were like, we need to focus on Ray. <laughs> yeah. I, so my point in, in all right, we're done. We're, we're done raging against Star Wars for now. It'll come back. My point in all this was just that, like, the, the big thing that bothered me was how they treated the original characters, right? Yeah. So the only one of the original characters that gets a sort of... Well, they try, and unfortunately it's because Carrie Fisher passed away in real life. But she's the only one that's treated with any monicum of respect. Mm-hmm. And I have to assume it's because she's a woman. I know that's probably controversial to say. But, but Han Solo, whose whole arc of the first of the original movies was... Going from selfish scumbag smuggler, like charming, you know, thief, to rebel leader, they are like, well, he's a deadbeat dad now, and uh, you know, okay, Chewbacca gets his medal, but Luke Skywalker, Luke Skywalker, who is the quintessential hero of going from whiny kid to powerful Jedi Master, mm-hmm. who ultimately chooses nonviolence. And chooses to believe that, like one of the most evil people in the in the galaxy, still has redemptive qualities. Gets scared and almost murders his nephew, right nephew, yeah, in the Jedi Academy. And then because of that, bails, bounces, <laughs> and hides, drinking green milk. But then leaves a map to find him because because the movies need to happen. Uh, <laughs> so they 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 seem intent on. They seem intent on destroying the original characters. I would mm. argue that in a lot of cases, you and I were talking about this earlier. A lot of cases, there you're seeing them do that to the mar- on the Marvel side of things yeah. too, either destroying or just shuffling off. Mm-hmm. So, um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay, you have to do better. <laughs> uh, WandaVision was okay. Yeah, WandaVision was okay. Right. Um, and I think I, it it makes sense, having now seen Multiverse of Madness, there are a lot of th- connections that make sense. Um, um, uh, Loki really annoyed me. So I heard. I have mixed feelings about Loki. Um, 
And can I just say why is that there's two things. Spoiler alert. I mean, we're just These have about. been out for a while. Yeah. If you haven't seen them, oh well. Uh, the first thing that really annoyed me was the whole time stone or the uh, infinity stones as paperweights. Uh, yeah, I got what they were trying to do with that, right, right. but uh, you know, so it, dimin- it does diminish the main events of what just happened. Now, I did like. Was that Owen Wilson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did actually like Owen Wilson. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, <laughs> I with all the variants and yeah. Loki, somebody was like in somewhere. Lightning McQueen is driving around as a, Mary, a variant of Owen Wilson's character. Correct. Uh, but uh, that that was the first show where I felt like they started with the superior... Let, let me preface something this, because I'm sure that people are going to complain. Well, maybe not. Who knows? Nobody watches this anyway. <laughs> um, I love a good female character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ripley in Aliens is a great example. Uh, I really liked the first Wonder Woman movie. I prefer not to speak of the second one. What second one? <laughs> exactly. Um, I I have no problems with that. If it's a strong character, I'm on board. However, Loki was the first time where I started... And actually, I really liked Scarlet Witch in the uh, leading up to Infinity War. Like the, that yeah. chunk, whatever phases. Uh, the Loki was the first one where it was like, oh, we've got a female Loki. And Marvel has this problem where a lot of times the villains are pretty much exact copies of the hero anyway. I mean, yeah. that was even through the original run of movies. But like now it's like, we have a female version of the same character, and she's better in every way. So it doesn't matter that like Loki is a god and super powerful and tricky and intelligent mm-hmm. and, you know, but... Without any previous thing, like without any setup or anything, this this female version of him is presented as pretty much superior in every way. And you started to see that, and, and it was this kind of thing where, like, I didn't have a problem with it in theory. Yeah. Right? Like, Kate Bishop is an actual character from the comic books. Mm-hmm. But it was like, oh, uh, it's Hawkeye's show. Oh, uh, well, it's female Hawkeye's show. Uh, you know, mm. I haven't seen... Yeah, I know, they were together, but hear me out here. Yeah, I haven't seen Moon Knight, but I hear that his, his spoiler alert, his wife takes a prominent role out of left field in the climax of that show. Uh, True? Somewhat, but... Look at you trying to justify it, you Marvel no, show. No, <laughs> it happens a little It happens a little bit, but um, the main focus is really still on... Moon Knight. Well, that hardens me. I was trying to give him a name, but I'm like, he has like three different names. Yeah, now. yeah. Well, sorry, two. Only two in the show. Um, what else we got? Uh, see, I really think that the pinnacle of Marvel TV... Oh, now we got... Sh- Do we want to talk about She-Hulk attorney at law? Um, it's not out yet, so no. <laughs> but that CGI, oh God. Why? Here's a question, like a side note. Of all of the characters, why is she CGI? You could have found a tall athletic or, you know, a tall woman and gotten her... Where all these actors do training camps and stuff. For, just me, yeah, just make it like a practical effect and just paint her green. Right. Why? I mean, uh, who, who's the actress that plays Gamora in... Uh, Zoe Saldana? Zoe Saldana. Yeah. She's not CGI. Even if they use CGI maybe to enhance... Yeah, they do like CGI, but that's yeah. like with every character. Right, like, right. Even like Captain America who has like no real CGI... Yeah. Like, they have certain CGI touch-ups on the costume to make it look better. Yeah, yeah. Why did we make this, like, circa 2003 
see, this looks like it's worse CGI than the Hulk movie with Eric Bana as the Hulk. Uh, and some of that's pretty rough. Like, I, yeah. I don't... And then the writing, I'm just like, oh my gosh. I mean, it's supposed to be a comedy, apparently. I know, but uh, it didn't make me laugh. It just made me groan. Uh. They're like, I'm... I. <laughs> This is the dichotomy of these problems of these people that can't write characters, right? I'm a strong woman. I don't need to be like other women. But then, like, the first line, that, that like, your ass looks crazy, girl. And I'm just like, all these vacuous, just vapid, you know, uh, whatever. We're not going to get into Dating that. in your 30s is so hard. Yeah, what? I, anyway, this is what I wanted to see was She-Hulk on Tinder. That's what I was <laughs> just looking forward to when... And what's a shame is, and I'm not a, uh, I don't follow her. I mean, I'll be honest, it's been like at least six or seven years since I bought a new comic book Mm -hmm. as far as from the big two, because it's pretty much all garbage, like nonsense garbage now. Yeah. Uh, It's not fun escapism anymore. I don't like being preached at when I read, you know, picture books. Um, I need the World War II Captain America comics back. Yeah, well, uh, even the, I have a really good run. That was it was a mini series, The Ultimate, when they were doing the Ultimates. Mm-hmm. But it was like Ultimate Captain America. It's really good. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> uh, but I, I I gathered that she was a fairly compelling character in what she was presented, even though she's still basically a tokenized Hulk, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like let's make the Hulk but a but a woman. Yeah, that's not necessarily terrible. Okay, sure. And I gather that a lot of people liked her. Guys, gals, whoever. I mean, I think it's still mostly. Yeah, and I know it, it was typically a more like lighthearted yeah. run, which is cool to see because like you got all the other heroes like smashing things, yeah. saving the world. She's saving the world, but also just I, funny. <laughs> I also must say that I don't hate the idea of a lawyer that has to deal mm. with the aftermath of super. Like, but here's the thing: if I was to do that, I wouldn't even show any superpowered stuff. I would love to write a comedy that's just a guy or a girl that is a lawyer and is in charge of cleaning up after. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. I mean, they did a comic book called Damage Control, which I think mm. this talks about, or, or it was in the Spider- one of the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, it's been, like, within a few movies. Anyway, but, again, now we have She-Hulk, and it looks like you're going to have, like, the Hulk, who hasn't even gotten his own actual, I mean, I, I don't know if we count the, I, I don't hate the Edward Norton movie, but I don't know if that counts. It, 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 it is, count? yeah, because it has the, uh, only because it has the cameo of Robert Downey Jr. Ah, at the that's end. true. So, like, but we're going to have a She-Hulk TV show, and I'm just like, oh, my god. They don't know what, they, they don't know what to do with the Hulk anymore. No. Because they kind of, like, ran something with him and realized it didn't really work. Yeah. Well, that's, I, I have a theory on that. Ah. My theory is that he is what, a, I mean, he is a tricky character in that you can run into the same, like, the Superman problem. Yeah. Where he's so strong that how do you... The, the difference that I think it makes it easier to make the Hulk more compelling is the Jekyll and Hyde thing. Yeah. You know, the Professor Hulk kind of ruins that. And, like, I think we kind of saw that in Infinity War, which, spoiler for Infinity War, mm-hmm. I guess, it's been out for a while, where, like, we have Hulk gets his butt whooped by Thanos mm. and then, like, refuses to show up for the rest of the movie. Yes. And so you got Bruce Banner being like, what do I do? Yeah, yeah, how do I participate? And then they gave him the Hulkbuster suit. Yeah. Which, yeah, well, this is, and again, I... <laughs> I didn't hate Endgame, but I feel like Infinity War was a really tightly written, tightly paced, perfectly executed oh, yeah. movie. And I think Endgame had some issues. One of them being, you never get the, that setup of, 
all right, the Hulk has got to come out and dish out some pain to Thanos because of how the fir- the Infinity War movie. So we we never get to see it. They never fight again. And even if they had fought again, it wouldn't have really been the same Thanos because yeah. of how that you know. So it wouldn't have worked. But um, yeah, so I just feel like all right. I'm gonna say some controversial stuff here. Oh no! Who would have ever guessed? Who? <laughs> I feel this way about a lot of Christian films a lot. Mm. Which is that, who are those movies for? When, um, now there are some good Christian movies out, but like, uh, and I'm, I'm going to try not to pick on anybody too hard. I mean, I assume that mostly it's good intentions, right? But like, we'll come back to a, we'll come back to a favorite of mine to bully. Who is God's Not Dead made for? Okay, now hear me out. The message is so simple that... You and I, as men of faith, yes. we watch that and we're like, yeah, okay, like, uh, all right, but what What else? But then it's also so simple and black and white that I think if you were to show somebody that, that didn't believe that, they would laugh at it or not. Mm. And even though it had a pretty substantial budget, that movie, quality-wise, there's some issues. Yeah, you know, you because what happens is when you put message or what have you over story, your thing suffers because you're no longer thinking about I need to make a great piece of art. You're thinking, and eh, it doesn't matter as long as we have the people saying things. Now I say that to say that I think that Marvel over the past couple of years has, has fallen into that same trap. They've always had a reputation for not really letting artistic division mm-hmm. you know all of their movies are color graded the same way they all have that same look because they want it to feel like it's the same universe but now you're seeing like i think drop-offs in quality as long as the message is included mm-hmm. and uh, dude i i started rewatching the first season of netflix daredevil the other day that is like one of the best TV shows, oh yeah, ever. As far as the as far as the like the miniseries format of thirteen episodes or whatever, you know, sort of an HBO or Netflix style miniseries. Well, Disney's gonna ruin Daredevil now too. Yeah, I saw that last night and I started sobbing as I drank the rest of my mead. Like I thought it was really cool for spoilers for No Way Home. <laughs> Well, well, his uh, his cameo. I liked his cameo. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. that was really cool, and it was like it was short, quick, good way to incorporate him into the universe. Because I mean, that whole Netflix Def- Avengers universe has been like confirmed to be part of the MCU, mm. but it's different because they're more graphic, more adult, and so like they've been separated. And I think they, somebody explained that they were just all blipped away uh, by the snap in Infinity War as an excuse, but. I don't know what Disney's going to do with it and the whole thing of it being more of an adult thing and now going on Disney being a Disney Plus series which are typically like PG-13 at the most but really kind of just PG. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think it's going to work. It's not going to be the same at all. Um, I'm waiting for them to ruin Deadpool as well uh, with whatever crossover or whatever. I think Deadpool should be confined to Stanley cameos. He should be the Stanley replacement (laughs) <laughs> in terms of cameos because that would he would fill his purpose um, that would be funny actually um, yeah I 
What was I talking about? <laughs> why do they have to ruin the original stuff? I'll tell you why. It's because the people that are that are actually writing this stuff are not actual fans. They yeah. they don't like they don't like you. They don't like me. They don't And that's with like all the Star Wars stuff, I think the one good thing that came out of Disney Star Wars was John Favreau mm-hmm. and the Mandalorian and I mean like through and then bringing uh, Dave Filoni back for the rest of the Clone Wars because mm-hmm. they are big fans of that franchise and they also knew what the fans wanted and so they made sure the fans got that and not just fan service but like until they until they got rid of Gina Carano until they fired my favorite actress on that show Gina Carano she was also like one of the best characters on that show well that's what I mean yeah Carrie Dune was was, I mean and and I watched that with the kids right so like I have a I have a bunch of kids including several daughters and uh, it was actually really see that's what I'm talking about it was actually really cool to see a legit Badass female character. Oh yeah, that was not. I didn't feel like was you know, yeah. yeah. I mean, I uh, you know, I mean, you read my fantasy novel. Mm-hmm. One of the best characters is uh, Garunga. Yeah, she's a very angry woman. Um, hmm. I have uh, you know, if in Lance and Griffin, I would argue that uh, Lance's wife is actually probably the most powerful character in the, <laughs> in the Lance and Griffin in the, in the Lance cinematic Griffin universe. Cinematic verse. When does that happen? The cinematic universe of that. Just as soon as somebody gives me a bajillion dollars to film it. Uh, I will film it, by the way. Um, selfless plug. Go check out my book, Lance and Griffin. It's uh, Shadow of the Dreamers and Other Oddities on Amazon. It's a Good novella. Stuff. Collection of short stories. Not child appropriate at all. Uh, a lot of crude humor. Violence. But classic pulp action. Two guys fighting monsters. Anyway. Um, yeah, so the problem is that these people... That are that they could put in charge of these things, with a few exceptions, like John Favreau, I think is a legit nerd. You know, yeah. he loves this stuff. He, uh, if you haven't checked it out, I recommend. Speaking of John Favreau, you should go check out the movie Cowboys vs. Aliens. Yes, that movie. Yes, I put that on one night, expecting it to be like a so bad that it's good type thing, and I was like, this is actually a really good movie. What the heck? Why is this called Cowboys vs. Aliens? <laughs> Why is Harrison Ford in here as like a disgruntled cattle rancher? And, and That's what he does best. <laughs> Daniel Craig and uh, uh, Olivia Wilde, right? Olivia yeah. Wilde. Um, yeah, it's a it's an awesome action, like sci-fi action movie. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but you know what's cool? What else is cool about that? It was an original idea. Yeah. Now I don't know if it's based on something or... or... On the childhood game, Cowboys versus. Indian or cowboys and Indians, Native Americans. You can't. Well, well that's what they indigenous used to call people. It. That's what they used to call it. Um, yeah, I don't know, but but my but it's not a. Re- it wasn't a reboot. Yeah, it wasn't a remake. It, you know, if it, was, and it wasn't like ba- it wasn't. I don't think. Yeah, it wasn't based on like a, a book, book or, anything, or yeah. anything like that. It was. That being said, if anybody wants to make movies based on my books, oh yeah, it's totally fine. But uh, this the cycle of reboots, and I just feel like Marvel. I don't know, man. They had a plan. It was groundbreaking it was took 10 years to execute mm-hmm. they and they had it mapped out and outlined and they got to end game and i had problems with the movie but it was still mostly satisfying and then they were like okay now what and someone was like shang chi and they were like what yeah okay shang chi and they were like uh you know the eternals everyone loves the eternals and Most people haven't even heard of the Eternals. Right, right. And they're like, well, yeah, but Guardians of the Galaxy was unknown, and that was... Yeah, but you had James Gunn working on that. 
and I will also make an argument that Guardians of the Galaxy was not really that unknown. I, well, they I, were. I think Guardians of the Galaxy was more well known than the Eternals. Oh, definitely, because yeah. the Eternals also like. I mean, I haven't read any comics, but Dad has. And I have. He yeah. Doesn't he was like these were awful. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're just kind of bland. But but con- guys, we have Harry Styles in the MCU mm, now. Right. That's all that. Well, matters. and that's the other thing. Not that the entire Eternals cast is is bad. They have a few actors in there, like. But I mean, you had. Of really, you had James Gunn writing and directing, mm-hmm. and and say what you will about the guy in his personal life, but he is exceptional at those. Oh yeah, adult comedy ensemble action movies. Uh, I thought his version of Suicide Squad was really good. Yes, um, and you had a killer cast. I mean, you got Chris Pratt, oh, you've got guy. Zoe Saldana, you've got uh, uh, Bradley Cooper voicing Rocket, uh, Vin Diesel <laughs> voicing Groot, and Dave Bautista who. A few other things that he's been in, I was like, this guy is yeah, not but, gonna. There was make that. It. What was that movie? Oh, I forget. What we, we watched it before I went to college. It was him and that one like Uber driver. Oh, Stuber. 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 That was yeah. a really good movie. Yeah. But but he, you know he was clearly trying to do the like the rock thing, right? Where he's, yeah, I'm a professional wrestler and now. But yeah, James Gunn just brought it out of him, man. He is flawless. Cast. That movie is flawlessly cast. Mm-hmm. For, you know, so like, you look at the cast of the Eternals, and I'm like, nah, nah, nah. She's got some random big names in there. I mean, Angelina Jolie because she's like, I want money. Yeah. I haven't been in a movie, and <laughs> you know, um, but I can't. I keep forgetting his name. He was in Game of Thrones. Who is the wow. sort of Superman? Oh, Kit Harrington? No, because he was he was in that too. Was he? He was uh yeah he was Dane Whitman who becomes who's becoming a uh, Black Knight which I'm excited to see. Uh, but maybe he uh, he was Jon Snow. That's yeah, but was. see then they'll just they'll just in his series like in episode two they'll introduce the female Black Knight and they won't let him. I don't know if that exists. It will now. It's Valkyrie. <laughs> Valkyrie, yeah. Um, yeah, I think what bothers me the most is just the lack of creativity. Yeah, and you have tons of. You're talking about how long has Marvel been around? You have tons of individual female characters, not Captain Marvel or Miss Marvel. Stop with that. Nobody likes them. Um, well, the thing is, I liked Carol Danvers when she was Miss Marvel, which everyone forgets apparently now that she's Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was okay when she was just Miss Marvel. Did you see the trailer for the Miss Marvel TV? They're show? turning her into Quasar. Did Did you see it though? I did. So many people are actually really upset with that it, because it's not Miss Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> Kamala Khan. Oh, there's another character. Kamala Harris. I mean, there's another character that they keep trying to foist on people that nobody likes. I mean, I've I've heard that she's not super bad. She's not the worst like offender in the comics. That's the, that's the next uh, team up is the offenders. The offender. Um. But apparently, like they, she's not like her comic com- uh, version at all. Apparently, no. in the series, she was. I will say that the storyline for the. Uh, Avengers video game, which mm. I was really looking forward to, and then was horribly disappointed. Yeah, uh, m- from a gameplay perspective, mm-hmm. the storyline of that is like there was this event, and the Avengers split up, and she is just this all- super fan who's trying to find them and get them all back together. That was fine. Yeah, um, that was fine. I mean, and that's a classic kind of story, right? You've got like the young plucky inexperienced hero who has to find all the actual heroes and like that's a, you know okay I was fine with that but yeah the gameplay in that game sucks though don't don't bother I, I tried it for a while and I was like this is I, I did beat the story because it was super short and I was like mm-hmm. this is lame like you have 
the the rights to the Avengers, and this is the like, and this is what you do. Um, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance was a way better video game. Uh, I uh, love the. I played. I haven't played the third one. There's a third one on Switch. All right, I'll have to see. But you can download them. You can download them on Xbox One, but you can't buy physical copies. Of I them. still have the physical copy back from the PS2, from the PlayStation Two. Yeah, yeah those, that was a good game. Those games are way better. Anyway. <laughs> We're getting sidetracked a lot, but I'm just excited to be back, and I'm tired of I'm tired of <laughs> all these mother effing uh, poor writers. Somebody pay me an eighth of what any of these TV writers make, and I'll give you something. I guarantee it to be it'll be better than Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I yeah. can personally guarantee it. Um, you got to do better, Senator. <laughs> Disney's got to do better. What did they do to Bucky? Why is anyway? So. You know what it is. This is another theory that I, I have heard and agree with. A lot of these people are not very creative. Mm-hmm. And they only see value in the traditional characters. Because they think, for some reason, that's all the people are interested in. That's not the case, right? Like, I love Batman in the comic books, but ostensibly have nothing in common with Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Like, I, um, uh, I mean, I guess I'm a big, strong guy. But I don't have his... Hair. I'm not a billionaire. I'm not an orphan. I have some martial arts training, but I haven't traveled the globe studying things. You know, those those. I, I had an episode in uh, season one, which is available on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, where I talked about sort of boiling everything down when you create a character to a, a core thing, a core mm-hmm. motivation. Um, Batman's probably revenge or I would classify it as something like I am I vengeance. Um, come on vengeance and and then two or three things that are like a level above that and yeah. then all the superficial things so like you know you might have a guy like Spider-Man's main motivation is guilt yeah that's what drives him and then you have the fact that like he believes he's, he, he, you know he believes in always doing the right thing that's kind of on top of the guilt and he's always trying to take care of Aunt May. Like, that's a, a defining characteristic, but kind of tied to the guilt. Mm. And then the surface things of Spider-Man are like, he's poor, he's white, he's in love with Mary Jane. Um, he can take really good photos. He can take great <laughs> photos. Like, but, but what happens, I think, a lot of times when people try and do things now is they ignore those deep things mm-hmm. that are what connect people to characters and they only focus so they're like well philip you're an actor this character's an actor you should love him and it doesn't matter if like it's not well written there's no core motivation whatever it's like well, but he's an actor he's a white guy who's an actor so clearly you see yourself represented here and so you love it but that's not how storytelling works at all mm-hmm. i loved the first wonder woman movie i have nothing in common with that character or the actress who plays her but I thought it was really well written. She was really endearing. I thought the setup and the story was interesting. Her motivation, yeah. you know, that fish out of water thing, her motivation of like genuinely, almost a Superman, but like a little more naive, that she genuinely believes that everyone's good. And having to realize that not everything is controlled by some supernatural force. I mean, even though it kind of is in that movie. Um, they messed up the ending, but it was still a good movie. You know, so, yeah, I think that... Um, what can we do? You got to start making stuff yourself. Yeah, people are doing it. Um, the Daily Wire is making their movies. Brett Cooper, uh, <laughs> Sweet Daddy Walsh. <laughs> I'm gonna ta- I'm gonna tag him in this and see if he watches. I'm sure he will tag not. both him and yeah, Brett, yeah, please. 
Um, um, but you've got people, they're, they're making independent movies. And their movies are not political. Yeah. They're not, it's not like they're like, oh, we're, you know, these messages are all on one side of the aisle, so we're going to make movies on another side of the aisle. They're just trying to make good movies, good entertainment. Uh, I still have to watch Shut In, but I, I enjoyed, mostly I enjoyed Run, Hide, Fight. Yeah. And um, uh, I actually really liked the Hyperions. No, yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, that made me laugh a lot. Um, so, I ha- and Terror on the Prairie is coming out with Gina Carano. And, uh, I'm excited for that. Cowboy Cerrone and yeah. um, a few other people. Nick Cersei, I think, is in that. So, yeah. So, they're doing it. Um, I met with some guys that are making yeah. a streaming company down in Texas. And they're snatching up, right now, they're snatching up the rights to, like, classic westerns and stuff they get mm. their hands on. Just as an answer, I mean, Netflix and Disney, people are tired of it, but I think they need alternatives. So I think if you're an artsy person or you have the ability to create something, now's the freaking time, man. Yeah. Now's the time. Or you can pay me and I'll do it. Or you can, you know, pay me and I'll make somebody else do it. But um, And if you need actors for things, yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, please. But I think, I mean, that's why I cut ties with a lot of that stuff. It's time mm. to just do our own thing. Um, I did not. I know. I know. You're but right. I also don't pay for it. Well, yeah, it's not your money. As long as you're I'm, not giving your money to This them. is highway robbery <laughs> for the companies, but... Uh, that's fair. Um, all right, we'll, we'll cut it there before I start. I'm gonna, I want to talk more about Star Wars. But oh, I would love to talk more about Star Wars. We'll just do like a three-hour special... In a couple months. We're, we're, I mean, I'm about to rewatch all the Star Wars movies. Well, no, the fir- the prequels. The prequels. In preparation for the Kenobi series, which if they ruin it, I'm going to cry. And then Fair, they're going to ruin it. I'm telling you right I'm, now. I'm telling you right now. I'm going to write a very nasty letter. The Mandalorian. To read the, the Mandalorian held out because John Favreau and then Dave Filoni were involved, but uh, there was some some inklings in Boba Fett, and I. There were some leaks that I read, and I was like, I bet you this is 100% true. So you have to watch it and tell me if, if it's correct. I uh, just want to hear Uncle Owen roasting everybody. <laughs> uh, how ironic. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that's it. We'll, we'll cut it there. All right. We're back in the studio. We're going to have videos. Everything should still be on Spotify, Apple Playlist, all that stuff. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, look for more Galen in the future. And look for, I'm going to get some more things to, yeah. you know, put. I mean, there is a sword handle up there, I would just like to point out. That kind of fits in with our theme. I don't know if you how many of the books on the shelf you can see from there. i got some comic book writing books up there, although one of them is by Brian Michael Bendis, and I can't stand him. So uh, we got all the we got all the D&D books over there beside Philip, too. Then uh, some fancy novels, so... Uh, in the meantime, as I said before, you can check out my books. Crowns of Hebron is still available as well. Family-friendly comic book. David, Saul, Jonathan. and uh, That's also just waiting for a screenplay to be made about it. I have a screenplay of that. That's just, just waiting <laughs> for somebody to pick it up. <laughs> Anybody that wants it. Well, yeah, i got to say this before we go. I saw that they're trying to fundraise for a... They're trying to fundraise for a Christian... A, a, not Christian, well, yeah, Christian, but a, a CGI... David movie and I'm sure these people are very well intentioned but that story is very close to my heart and I'm like yeah this is epic this is like Game of Thrones level just intrigue and violence and battles and they're like they gave him like a sheep an animated sheep sidekick (sighs) (laughs) this is why people don't like the Bible these days (laughs) um 
Bible became a Pixar movie. And no. <laughs> uh, yeah, check uh, check us out. Follow us. Check out my books, and keep up with the Facebook page. And we'll catch you later.